This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Do you want some headphones? Yay! I'm going to go for these headphones. These are better, but you're... Can I just, I like I, can I just say, the start of the podcast recently have been really slapdash. Sloppy. Sloppy. Okay. Sloppy Joes. And so I want this to be... What's wrong? Oh, my knee's just... Uh... Well, you're old. So I want the start of this podcast you, to be... What? Oh, you're such a cheese. I want the start of this podcast to be like proper professional, like a proper BBC okay. podcast. Okay. So maybe don't hit record yet. Okay. Okay. Hit record now. Stop breathing. This is serious. People look at me as a figure of influence. I'm a mover and a shaker. Shaker. Okay. So hit record now. Go. This will be the bit. Hello, welcome to the Ian Lee BBC Three Counties Radio podcast. This is the best bits of my weekly daily show. Got the bit out. This is. Let me do it again. Okay. Hit record now. Edit point. Hang on, Kath. Shh. Hi, my name's Ian Lee. Can you what? Hear? For goodness yeah, sakes. Can you hear? Are they coming out both sides? Better. Hi, my name's... Hit record I- now. Hi, my name's Ian Lee. Well done for downloading the... I don't think you sound real. You sound a bit... I sound professional, mate. you're doing that voice Yeah. Be yourself. Tell it to me. Who are you? Talk to me. Like I'm your mate. Just pretend. Hit record now. Hi, my name's Ian Lee. Well done. You've downloaded the best of the Ian Lee show. For goodness sake. Because this is the BBC. Justin, what's the fella's name? The the young lad. Justin was on Five Live this week. I've been chasing the Five Live dollar for the last 10 years of my career. He gets straight on there by being a massive plum. So I'm going to get a proper job off the back of this podcast. By being being a massive plum. plum. Hi, you've downloaded the Ian Lee Best Of BBC Three Counties Radio podcast. These are the best bits from my daily show, 6 to 9 on BBC Three Counties Radio. It's not Radio. really daily, though, because you don't do weekends here. <sighs> Just say... Let's start... Do you the... want to do it, Kath? Yeah. Go on, then. Hi, this is the Ian Lee podcast. You know what you're going to get. Let's start the podcast with a call from Ken in Sandy. Oh, she's so good. Ken's in Sandy. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. What, have you, got, what have you got? Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning, dear Kenneth. Good morning to you. And many more. For he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. And so say all of us. And so say all of us. And so say all of us. For he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. And so say all of us. And so say all of us. And so say all of us. For he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. And so say all of us. And so say all of us. Oh, for he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. He's a jolly good fellow. And so say all of us. I, I can certainly hear that. And that was Ken's call. 
I've decided to take this time to really show off our award-winning show. The next flu... Flu clips? Do you want to do this bit as well? Yeah. We've decided to take this time to really show off our award-winning show. The next few clips you'll hear have been carefully selected to paint a picture to you, dear podcaster, of what Ian's show on Three Counties Radio really is like. Really, in italics. I talk about the issue... Oh, he talks about the issues that really affect him. Issues he knows that you can all relate to. Like, like massage, massage parlours. Like massage parlours. Like... Don't... Massage parlours. Hey, my massage pants... Uh, my... Pants? How <laughs> posh. My massage pants certainly came into their own at the weekend. Um, I put them on. You right? Yeah. And I went and had a... I had a... You're right, Kels. What's wrong? I went and had a cracking, literally a cracking massage with some uh, Thai lady at the weekend. An hour, fifty quid. Oh, it hurt. It's an hour. The thing is, I'm always wearing, and I was, I was wearing my massage pants. Although they let me down a little. The massage pants supposed to grip the leg because my legs are so skinny. There was still, there was still an opportunity for the uh, soldiers to leave the barracks. They didn't. They, they didn't. They were um, at ease. Um, but Did she uh, do the whole bit where she puts your arm back? Oh yeah, and cracks it. Yeah, she was doing amazing things. She walked on me. Oh, it was fantastic. But I'm I'm always aware. She walked on you. Yeah, mate. So she climbed onto the bed and then just uh, walked on you. Yeah, that's dangerous. Well, she knows what she she's doing. They know, they know what they're she doing. She could have fallen off. I hope she took the appropriate safety precautions. Yeah, well, she she made sure that the um, she was the stilettos were well balanced. She wearing a harness. <laughs> now, so, but I'm I'm always aware in those situations that I that this is this is purely uh, a massage experience, and yes. I don't want I don't want them to think I'm expecting other issues to be divulged, other preparations. Yeah, to, we get what you're saying. I, I'm, you know. Yeah. So I was trying to say I was trying to make non-sexually threatening noises. Wow, you don't make any noises. There's there's a clue. No, because that would imply you're nervous because you're building up to the question. So when she's like, um, she's putting... So you're going, oh yeah, oh yeah. Is that what you were doing? Because that's, that's, that's no, a bit off these, these are the noises I was making. Tell me if you think these are in any way um, uh, sexually uh, intrusive. Oi. <laughs> Hang on. Um, yeah, that's it. That's, it. Mm, that's good. Ah... Oh yeah, that is the that is the spot. Yes, go back there. Oh yeah, that's good. Oh yeah, that's great. Thank you. Now that that implies I'm trying to treat her with respect. That implies that you love her. Those aren't my love noises. My love noises are okay. Right. Okay. Let's move on. I also conduct scientific on-air sex experiments like this one. Um. Hmm? On-air. Experiments. Nope. Like this one. Say it properly. Like this one. Colin. Yes. Are you near your wireless set? I am. Right. Now, Catherine, d- flirt with uh, 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 Colin. Colin. Hello, Hello. darling. Hang uh, on, I've got to turn it up. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a when you get old, you've got to do that. There you are. She's a big girl now. She's herself. Colin, be quiet. Don't say anything. Good morning. Now turn your radio on again, you plum. Oh. 
Well, I thought that creates feedback. Yeah, the Larson effect. 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 Right, it's on. No, keep quiet, Colin. The Larson effect. The Larson effect. The Larson effect. Morning, Ian. Morning, Ian. Morning, Ian. How are you, Ian? I'm good, Ian. How are you, Ian? I'm good, Ian. Psychedelic. There we go, that's what Mr. Barbalina, Mr. Barbalina. Mr. Barbalina, Mr. Barbalina. China Clipper calling Alameda. But we didn't have trouble with you. We've got trouble with you, Colin. You're gone. On the show, I'm always coming up with new, innovative, fresh ideas, totally all by my total self, without no-one's help. Uh, I'm brilliant. Um, hey, I've got an idea for a feature. You know how we were talking about we haven't got any features on the show? Yeah. And we like should the, have... Like the four for four and all that. Yeah, we should have one. Um, uh, boiled morning, beef. Boiled beef. Well, it's either... Boiling point. <laughs> that is brilliant. That is brilliant. Ian, do you want to say it so it's like you said it? So it's well, like you came up with it, so it's your oh yeah. idea. Well, you know we haven't got any features, and we were talking yeah. last week we haven't got any features. Yeah, like yeah. we need the four by four. Yeah, well, I've got one. Yeah. Go on then. The boiling point. That's, that's, that's great. Rubbish, isn't it? Well. So basically, um, it's uh, Boyle has beef, and she reaches bo- uh, beefy boiling point. <laughs> Beefy's, beefy's boiling point with Ian Botham. You're not in it anymore, Kath, sorry. It's Ian Botham and Good. his... dang They get beef. And, um, he reaches, I don't want to think about that. Ian Botham reaches boiling point. Let me just <laughs> stop being burnt onto my eyeballs. Uh, 08459 Now, this new feature is called Beef with Boil. And if you've got, <laughs> if you've got beef with boil, give us a call now and uh, tell us exactly what your beef is and you can have it off with... Uh, have it, have right. it out with her! Goodness me. That's worse than a feature we used to do when I was the Milton Keynes reporter. Um, some bright spark decided we'd play a game. You can have it out with her. Listen to this one. Phil Boyle's box. Who's Phil Boyle? <laughs> I had to go out with an empty box and get it filled by the end of the morning. We played it once. I was uncomfortable with it. What sort of stuff did you get? Pen, a comb. Mouth organ, I think. <laughs> Not only that, but I make up jokes. I share them with you, and you and my team have to hold your stomach in for fear of bursting with so much laughter. I'm laughing just thinking about all the good times I've given you. Ha 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 good times ha 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 that you wouldn't have had ha 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 without me. Here's a clip. It's gonna be another good time for you to keep and cherish and maybe tell your grandchildren about in years to come if we're not all wiped out by a nuclear war or Ebola. Wow. Researchers say that three quarters of adults fear that others are having a better time and a third of us like to spice things up when asked how our weekends went. Why don't they just have a fun weekend? Oh, because it's too much hassle to oh, have a fun weekend. Oh, I can't be bothered weekend. normally. To be honest, before this weekend, I was really miserable about it, but actually it was all right once I got out. Yeah. The papers are full of it today. The mail really is just... just someone's obviously just sat down and uh, stuck Sicked a up pen on their backside and just written with their bum. If um, <laughs> they are short on stories, do they just make the font bigger? Yeah, the fonts. The font's bigger. Yeah, and so you get, get a really big pictures. font. <laughs> hey, you know, um, um, here's a joke I've not told for 22 years. Let's Go see on. if I can remember it. Go on. Do you know what. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what Swansea is short for? Little legs. Exactly. No, do you know what Swansea is short for? You know, the, do you know Swansea in Wales? Yeah. Do you know what it's short for? No. Well, it used to be called. <laughs> 
just remembered this joke. I wrote this joke. Do you know what Swansea is short for? No, I don't, Ian. So you can reach the keys. No. <laughs> Do you know what Swansea is short no. for? Little eggs. Do you know what Swansea is short for? No. It used to be called Arthur Swanzarelli, but it was so cool, it shortened its name to Swansea. And the joke is... Is there more? So is it because of the little legs? Because um... Fonzie, Arthur Fonzarelli... Yeah. And so now he's... He's so cool, he should... He's like a little Italian-American right, man. Okay, I don't yeah. see what that's got to do with Wales. Because Swansea... Let me t- Swansea used to be called Arthur Swanzarelli, but it's so cool it shortened its name to Swansea. It's not, though, is it, really? I mean, it's all right. I don't get it. Have you been to Swansea? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. And I don't like it very much. Oh, no, oh, no. He swallowed my toe, he swallowed my toe. Oh, gee, oh, gee. He's up to my knee, he's up to my knee. Oh, fiddle, oh, fiddle. He's reached my middle, he's reached my middle. Oh, heck, oh, heck. He's up to my neck, he's up to my neck. Oh, dread, oh, dread. He's followed by... (laughs) You can do it right now, please. uh, Kelly did a funny joke. Why did the lion get lost? Don't know. Why did the lion get lost? Jungle is massive. It was better when you did it before. Why? Because jungle is massive. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to laugh at your jokes, though, because my joke, one that I wrote myself, it's an original, is that, that's genuinely... Your joke was more of a sentence that didn't really go anywhere. You're a sentence that doesn't go anywhere. Oh, you're getting not... nasty. <laughs> you're getting nasty. It's getting you're, or, sorry, you're getting nasty. Oh. Personal. You're personal. You're too personal. You're far too personal. You... Or a sentence that's going nowhere. Balls. I think it's safe to say, dear listener, that you're now hooked. Yeah, I'm like a heroin dealer. I've given you that good stuff for free, and now I'm going to start charging you for the rubbish stuff, and you won't be able to say no, even if you wanted to. I hate it when he goes off script. Yeah. He always brings drugs into it, and that's not what I write about. <clears throat> anyway, if you do call 08459 455 555 for a gentle natter, make sure you've got your facts right. Unlike this guy, as I like to call him, Mr Fact Wrong. Jenny Winder, the uh, um, headmistress of Elstow School, we just heard her speaking to Justin. She didn't want to give reasons for uh, why she was going away. She said it's her private life. So why should she tell us? Why should she tell us why she's taking time off in term? Catherine, why should she tell us? Well, Panhouten Regis says, why can't parents refuse to give a reason like the head teacher using private life? Also, there are two term times coming up for her to go on holiday. Why does she not go in... Out of term time, I think is what he's trying to say. It's a good argument, isn't it? You know, if we're parents have to give a reason, so why shouldn't she? From the sound of it, from the sound of it, she's pretty strict with the parents. That kind of lets her down in this one, I think. Your kids go to uh, Elstow School. Give us a call. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. How difficult have you found it to get time off? David's in Hitchin. Morning, David. Good morning. What would you like to say? She's only doing her job. 
What, what, so going to the, she's paid to go to the Caribbean? No, 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 don't go about the Caribbean bit. That's just a cop-out. If I, if, I if I hadn't been on these for 14 years, I think she, considering the profession that she's chosen to do, she deserves to go away. And, and where, did you, where did you find out that she hadn't been on holiday for 14 years? Because we don't have that information. No, you just said it earlier. No, you we just didn't. said it. No, we didn't. no, you did. I heard it. That's why I just... I, no, we I didn't. don't know the woman. <laughs> didn't, no, we didn't say it. We said right, she's when work- you record it, you mentioned something about she hadn't been holiday for many years. No, nope, didn't anyway, say that. David, did, track. no, we're not going. No, this is the track. The Caribbean, okay. the holidays yeah. that she has or has not taken, they are the track. No, we said she'd worked at the school for fourteen years. At no point have we said she's oh, not had a holiday. Worked at the school for four- sorry, I thought you. Okay, all right, take back what I said then. Anyway, point is, I think, uh, I think, uh, considering uh, she is told what to do by government. Every head in the country and teacher is controlled. It's not parents seem to think that parent, uh, teachers are the um, making all these decisions on everything. They're only following what they have to do, and I think it's pretty unfair the way it's probably been penciled out. Private life, I can understand why she was a bit shirty with. Um, yeah, but why um, parents have to justify why they take their kids out of school, even for even yeah, for a day? Yeah, why not? Why not? But they, why? They're, why there to, but, they're there for an education. Well, she's there to to manage the school. And to set an example. You don't know the circumstances of what she's really gone. No, it might don't. be very obvious. Well, we, no, we don't, but, but that's what I'm saying. No. The parents have to justify why they go, so in some respects, yeah. surely she should. But, at, but yes, they do. the parents do, because at the end of the day, their children are there for education. And that's what they've chosen to take the children to school to have an education. And there has to be some rules. You can't have kids just yeah, hopping out. Left, exactly, right, David. So you're agreeing with me. There have to be some rules and examples have to be set. And it could be argued that yeah. uh, Mrs. Winder is setting a very poor example. She's setting the example that you can take time off in term and not give a reason for it. And that's OK to do. Well, but maybe we should be having this discussion tomorrow when we do know the truth. Now, it turns out that she's just having a jolly that everybody seems to be happily wanting to uh, accuse her of, then we might have a discussion are tomorrow you, and be right. Are you li- I don't know if you're listening to the same show as us, David, because that's the second uh, thing you've said that, that's not accurate. Well, well, I've come in... Well, I don't normally hear you first thing in the morning. I'm normally, uh, normally somewhere else, but I've, I've bought well, it, so I thought I'd ring in. I'm and glad I thought you've it, had it. I've so, obviously made the conversation a bit more interesting at the moment, haven't I? Um, the, in, the, your, the in, your opi- in your opinion, David... No, uh, so it, it, well, I'm married to a teacher, so I can understand where, she's, where, the, uh, where the profession ha! is coming from. Aha! Uh-huh! You should have declared an interest at the start, sir. Well, I thought you're... Uh, I thought the young lady I spoke to might have highlighted you on that no, one. No, no, not at all. The way I like to do this, David, is I like to have okay. a conversation. I have the bare minimum of information because uh, I like okay. to have well, a conversation. I'm, well, I do apologise because JBS is a nosy parker and he normally has everything before he even talks well, to him. Well, so, that's, that's so his, there you go. That's his nice style. I see you at the other end of the scale. I like to no, have... I'm a, married to a teacher oh, and the bottom line is... So you're, you're saying that if she's off on a jolly, it's inappropriate, and if there are more serious reasons for it, then it's appropriate. Uh, there could be, yeah, because obviously I think you'll find that every teacher head, anybody in in the teaching profession is completely stressed out with this whole industry, if you want to call it an industry. So a week off in point. the Caribbean would, should, should, should soothe their nerves? Um, I wouldn't mind going there. No, no, no. I wouldn't mind going there. It's a nice time to go, isn't it? Yeah, apparently so, David. Apparently so. Best time to go. A little bit cheaper as well. Oh dear, thank you, David. Um, no, I, I get. Li- the, shall I explain the way this works, dear listener? <clears throat> I get little notes on my screen, and all it said on my screen was "Call up teacher, fader one, David and Hitchin, on Winder's side," and that's kind of all I like. 
Uh, because I like to have a conversation and get it out. You may tell more stuff to Kelly or Catherine, and that's fine. And sometimes if they think it, uh, they, they might put more information on my screen. For example, next caller, caller, kids, fader to Annie and Bushy. Furious about your too many kids comment. She has two, but is one of ten. Let's find out why she's furious. Morning, Annie. Oh, I tell you, uh, I am re- I'm really, really upset with you this morning. It says furious on my screen. Are you that, furious? That, I am. And, my, you know, you've, you've put off my Parkinson's because I'm so annoyed at you. I've done what to your Parkinson's? You set off my Parkinson's Well, I've, no, no, with the greater respect, Annie, I've not set off your Parkinson's. Well, you've got me so Annoyed. Now listen, don't start interrupting. Don't be rude like you always are to everybody. You just accuse me of, my, of setting off your mom, Parkinson's, which is absolute nonsense. Had, my mother had ten children. Oh dear. Yes. Which one did? You, dear? Which no one, one, had, one? No one else had to keep money. My mother and father. Which one did she love the most? None of us. We were all loved equally. I don't believe that. Well, that's your opinion. Okay. But you see, the thing is, you're always moaning about your sister doesn't do this and this. So listen. We looked after our mother. We loved our mother. Never moaning about my sister. I, I love my, my sister. Father, my father and my mother were the only two that we didn't have to depend on anybody else. And we were well fed and everything else. And you have really, really annoyed me this morning. You should keep them sort of opinions to yourself and find out what other people are like and what their families are like. We were all treated exactly the same. Exactly you're, 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 the right, same. you're right, Annie. We, we, you're right. We shouldn't express opinions that are different to yours, should we? No, not just mine, dear, because you don't let anybody else have another opinion. Well, I'm letting you talk, Annie. Oh, that makes a damn change, doesn't it? I'm really furious with you. I really am. My mother loved every one of us exactly the same, and all my friends that I went to school with, they were all big families and exactly the same, and we, there was no trouble. We never had a policeman to our door, and I had four brothers, and there were six girls. I don't quite understand what the police th- the point because has to do with anything. Brought, but we all brought up properly and loved. There's a problem. And there's a problem, isn't there, with uh, overcrowding in this country, and it's Bill Oddie. But we didn't live in this country. Annie, we didn't it, and nobody, Annie, had to, no one had to pay for it. Annie, you, you, you're accusing me of not letting people speak, and, and yet that's exactly what you're doing. Yeah, but it makes a change, doesn't it, Ian? You're right, it makes a change to have a, a, a rude woman on the phone. Uh, it's Bill Oddie that has put forward the opinion that we're having too many kids in this country and we should have a, a, a limit on it. I'm assuming you disagree with that. No, I don't disagree with oh. that. Not, not now. I'm, I'm, I'm 75. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not suggesting you have any more. No, I'm 75 and that was, uh, that was in a different time. You know, all right, now people are having, having babies and they're not even married and they're having from one man, another man, and so on. Well, hang on, the marriage, what's the... Okay. Annie, you're, you're, you're doing what you've accused me. You're making judgments about their families. What's it got to do whether they're married or not? No, but what I'm saying is, when my mother and father were married and... Then what's the marriage thing got to do with them it? them two that brought us up. And oh. they paid for everything for us, and we were all loved oh. exactly the same. Oh, I get it. So, so uh, as long as so your opinion is right, and everybody else's is wrong. No, no, I, I'm just saying it's not everybody who is unloved. We were definitely loved. Go and have but, a nice. Go and have a cup of tea and calm down. Can I tell you my favourite joke? Oh. Is it good? Well, you can decide whether you keep it in the podcast. Or not. I think it's a true story. I heard Barry Cryer tell this, OK? Is it about Viagra? If you don't hear the joke now, it means it's rubbish and has been taken out or of the it, Or it means it's rude. Barry Cryer told it on Is Radio it about 4. Viagra? No, no, no. Can you get it over the table? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Can you get it over the counter? Viagra. No. So, there was a court... Depends if I take it off. There was a court case. Jamaica. Right. Oh. <laughs> Jakarta. Singapore? No, he's very wealthy. There's a court case, right, 
And this the, doesn't sound funny. The judge is an old man. He's a little bit out of touch with technology. It's a court case in the late 80s, right? And uh, the lawyer for the defendant goes, the, the judge says, I'd, I'd like to see this. Uh, he's talking about this, this document. I'd like to see this document, please. And the lawyer for the defendant goes, I'm terribly sorry, Your Honour. Um, I haven't brought the document with me. And the judge goes, oh, it was awful, awful. And the, 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 the lawyer goes, fax it up. And the judge goes, yes, it does a bit. And the joke was... I'm going to leave it in for his own humiliation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Thanks. Do you want to do the next bit, Kath? Because I fax, really do. Fax it up. Yeah, OK. Here's some stuff for us. Tuesday, the second day of the week. week. Ah, that's a reference which you'll get later on in this pod. <laughs> Morning. We're all feeling a little bit sparky. Full of spunk this morning, aren't we, girls? Aren't we? Always. Always. Catherine, what are you doing? Are you doing your homework? I'm just looking at this very long letter. We're going to be uh, perusing in just a few minutes' time. That's right, guys. We're going to be perusing a letter live on air. Yeah. Yeah? There's nothing you can do about it. What are you going to do about it? Oh, they switched over. Bye. <laughs> Lots on the show this morning, including Hemel Hangover Continues. There's a woman in Wendover Woods. And isn't it windy? Isn't it windy, Kells? Yeah. Isn't it windy, Calf? Yeah. So windy. Very leafy. Very, very leafy. If you want to take part in the show, well, you know. Oh, wait, 459 455 555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. So when a kid's watching a film that's not scary Mm -hmm. and they uh, tell you that it's scary, I mean, how many times are you allowed to slap them? Uh, You're watching Bugs Life, right? I was watching Bugs Life. It's boring, it's not scary. Boring, correct, correct, Amundo. It got got like 88% on on Xbox. I didn't even care about those ants. I don't care. They're only ants. Wait. Boiling water on them. Wait. Cows. Is this your youngest or eldest? Youngest. And is he scared of ants? No, he loves ants. It was the grasshoppers he was scared yeah. of. Although my, oh. my eldest came in, he went, actually, they're not grasshoppers, they're crickets. In your face, Pixar! Yeah. But he should have stuck it out because uh, they got served in the end. Yeah. But it is dull. But so. it, wasn't, it wasn't scary, the bit he was saying. Oh, for man, I forgot. How old are you? I'm too... Well, you might have an excuse then. <laughs> My um, eldest, when she was about two, bailed on Scared Shrekless. She have was... you seen that? No. It's like a pastiche of all these different horror movies in a Shrek-y kind of way. Oh. And, but the bit she was scared of wasn't even a scary bit. It was just the uh, gingerbread Jeez. woman starting to be slightly weird. Our kids are um, just personify the problem with Britain today, really. Lily-livered. Lily-livered. They're cowardly. They're babies. And it really, his focus is just appalling. They're under seven. Oh, it's, it's, uh, I don't see them going out and working. Trying to get us out of this blooming situation. My three-year-old has just been lolling about for the past three years. What has she done for me, actually? Laughing out loud? Lolling. Okay. No, you know... Traditional lolling. Actual lolling, Wow. I mean, sometimes she won't even wake up. (sighs) All afternoon. Just... Lazy. What can we do with uh, Broken Britain and the Broken Kids of Broken Britain? 08459 455555. The sun really (laughs) is um, doing the story that 
everybody should be doing. And, and, and hats off to the sun. The sun often gets knocked and mocked, but they're doing proper journalism Is that the today. exploding boobs on page one? It's not the exploding boobs, mate. And this is actually a very serious story, so just rein it in a little bit, because otherwise we'll appear insensitive. Go. It's day two of sex week, and you're all at it. Oh. Everywhere. Ski lifts, bouncy castles, JD Sports roof, bonkers places, Brits are bonking. Bouncy castles? You wouldn't get any purchase. A stra- Take your uh, shoes off. Hannah Duckett, 19. She's a transcriber from Cambridge. Shouldn't be any adults on a bouncy castle, by the way. I know. Well, as long as they got their shoes off. kicked off enough. Oh, I always get on the bouncy castle. Oh, I'm always... He's only, he's only little. Can I go on? He's only little. Well, yeah, go on. But no other... Da- get in here. I'm flinging him about. <laughs> Hannah Duckett, 19. A transcriber from Cambridge. A stranger's shed. A stranger's... Sheds? Have you got no respect, Hannah Duckett? Transcribe this. It was small and quite uncomfortable. Splinter hazard. Rachel Moody, 30, model. I've seen a picture, I don't think so. Oh, look at me, Steve Allen, from Leeds. <gasps> oh. A horse box. <laughs> a horse box. You know what horses do in horse boxes? We were unloading the horses after being to a show when we realised there was no one around. That's a prerequisite for having it away. Oh, there's no one around. Um, the number 69 bus. No. Jack Bridlington, you made it. that up. Here we go. Alec, this is now Alex Green, 21, pieces delivery driver, Plymouth. In a public lavatory by a beach in Cornwall. Oh, romance. Yeah, but, no, and you, you may laugh, but then he laugh, but then he says, not the disabled one, the regular one. So it's that meant... principles. Anybody, it's got principles. <laughs> wow. Honestly, you guys really are romantic. Up a tree in a graveyard and on a roof, to name a few, says Up Jack Bishop. Up a tree? Bishop. Up a tree? Like a baboon? How do you... <laughs> oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> this is Jack Bishop, 20. He's a horse management student. What? A horse... horse management. What, what, you're studying horse management? Or is he a horse that's studying management? The strangest place is probably in a jacuzzi... Oh, your, your own private jacuzzi? No, at Plymouth Pavilion Swimming Pool. Filth. I get in the jacuzzi in swimming pools. Filth. My little boy loves it in there. It just backs us up. The only people who like hot tub oh. jacuzzis are perverts. And this... OK, two more. Two more. The butterfly <laughs> section of London's Natural History Museum. Ugh. I hate that. I can't even walk in there. And listen to Brett Hayward. He's 22. He's a business student from Birmingham. And it just says a lot about students... Brummies and Brett Hayward and his girlfriend. And, and men and women. In Weatherspoons. <laughs> I got my girlfriend a few drinks. Get this, girls. I got my girlfriend a few drinks, then better a tenner she wouldn't do it in the toilets. She did. So basically, he gave her a tenner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That's two more drinks. Oh, dearie. Crikey, me. Bobs, honestly. Oh, listen to Thomas Ling. Thomas Ling, he's 20... This is horrible. I'm sorry if you're listening. This will get some people. I don't care. Thomas Ling, 22. He's a sales rep from Worcestershire. On a train station platform once, but my first time was in my school toilets. I've had sex in McDonald's toilets as well. Oh, for goodness sakes. Can we go and put all of these people down? He really likes the smell of rim block, doesn't he? (laughs) What about this one? Bus driver who threw gay couple off for kissing. Oh. This time, the boys. Here we go. A gay couple were reportedly thrown off a bus when the driver saw them kissing, watched them kissing. 
Transport chiefs are investigating after Jack James, 23, said he and his partner were subjected to a volley. A volley of abuse. And let me get this right. There's two gay fellas on this bus. They're having a kiss and the bus driver tossed them off. No. They were chatting away when my partner, says James, gave me a peck on the lips. Right. The bus driver shouted, Hey, you two, don't <laughs> do that on my effing bus or you can get off. I don't want to watch that. Well, how would he be watching it? He'd have to turn around. So at what point did he toss them off? Mr James of Greenwich, South East London, told the evening Stanit that they could not believe the driver's comments were directed at them, adding, when the bus stopped at our stop, I politely asked if he was talking to us. His reply was, yeah, it's my bus, it's my rules, and if I don't want to watch it, that's disgusting. Is Get it... off the bus, and he told us we were not real men, and we should F off. Is it like um, black cab drivers, that the bus drivers own their own buses? I think maybe this bus driver was the owner of, um, of, of the company, and he was just driving... Or maybe he was being overly officious. Blimey. Justin Deedy is a respected reporter on BBC Three Counties Radio. <laughs> oh, sorry. That wasn't a joke. He's even done stuff for Five Live. Listen to how he starts a report. Take note, media students. <laughs> that's uh, Heim. Heim? Heim. I think that's Heim. Ask Kelly. She's I'll ask Kelly. That's Heim. Yeah. Thank you. She corrected me. It's about Heim. It's not what, what because I it? think Corey That's Haim, it. but it's nothing to do with Corey Haim. Let's, let's name their albums. It's about Haim. Yeah. What Haim is it? Supper Haim. <laughs> Haim, you went home. <laughs> MC Hammer Haim. <laughs> Turn back Haim. That's their greatest Heim hits. Haim forever blowing bubbles. <laughs> Haim on top of the world, looking down on, on creation. creation. The only explanation I can see. Whoa, huh? got the words wrong. Oh, no, it's not theirs. Um, <laughs> Haim. Looking through you. Got any just? Heim to eat. I'm hungry. <laughs> hey, that was a great track. That, that I is like what that. I describe as a turntable hit. Great stuff. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it means it sounds great on the radio. doesn't have to be a big hit single, but for me, that's a great radio hit. Isn't a it, turntable hit. Isn't Good. it deliciously retro? Mm, it's beautiful. No one says time to eat. No, they don't. They say supperheim. <laughs> Or dinnerheim if you're... Or tea, teaheim if you're common. Teaheim, yeah, I'm common. Um, anyway. Hang on. Uh, heim. What heim is it? We've done that one. What's the heim, Mr Wolf? Not done that one. That's a kid's album. Supperheim. We did supperheim. That's the answer to what's the heim, Mr Wolf. I'm feeling heim. What? Hmm? Hey? Hey? I don't know. Heim to go home? I think it's... Uh, guys, I think it's heim we carried on with this. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, um, uh, Barton yeah. Leclay, we are, yeah. we are uncovering Barton Leclay this week in mm-hmm. home of the big tour. What have you got for us, boss? Yes, celebrating Barton Leclay. Um, I've been to Barton, uh, the home of our big tour this week. I've been asking people what Barton Leclay is famous for. Here's what people had to say, boss. Giza from Ian Lee Show. How you doing? What's Barton Leclay famous for? <laughs> Virtually nothing, I should think. Who starts a report like this? It's the BBC. You can't start... Giza! <laughs> unless you're unless you're in um, like Greenland and you're reporting on a Giza that's about to erupt, or in Egypt near the Great Pyramids. It, apart from that, those are the only times you can start report with Giza. I did wonder whether the bloke's name was Giza. And even then, you wouldn't start it with Giza. You'd say, "I'm uh, stood in the uh, Antarctic and we're waiting for a Giza to explode to spout off." Or the what? The one the Egypt one you said. Yeah. You would never go Giza. 
I love how the guy he's speaking to doesn't even sound like a geezer. No. He sounds like oh. a stand-up member of society. I've got an idea. Okay. Let's pummel Justin with our fists. Okay. Or with his own idiocy like this. A geezer? Yes. <laughs> there you, right? you go. Uh, a geezer? A geezer? A geezer? A geezer? Hi. A geezer? Yeah. A geezer? I think we get the message. A geezer? A geezer? Time to go. A geezer? 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 Sounds good. Good production. A geezer? 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 Do you remember earlier in the podcast when Kath actually said this? Mm. Here's some stuff for us. Tuesday, the second day of the week. Oui. Kath, that's a reference which you'll get later on in this pod. Well, here's the point when you get the reference. It's like time travel, but for your ear. The beginning of the week is Monday. That's the day after the weekend. Let me look at my calendar on my iPhone. Why did you rustle paper there? It's a paper iPhone. <laughs> It's the new iPhone 7 that you've probably not seen because you're not in with uh, the big stars such as um, the Richard Maidley. girl who does the cooking, Lisa Faulkner and Keith Lemon. Yeah, it's Monday. Well, here's Pam talking out of a palm hole. How on earth could Monday be the first day of the week? Uh, let me think about it because uh, that's when the week starts. <laughs> oh, yes. And how long since been I, um, iPhone been invented? Um, I guess the first iPhone came out. I remember my friend showed me one. We were in a pub, and I remember leaving the pub, and I knocked a glass over. It was so embarrassing. Um, I'm going to say seven. I'm going to say seven years, Pam, but I don't know if that's okay. accurate. I could ask Siri. <laughs> so, um, Sunday is the first day of the week. It's and you're, you're, you, you've proved that because the iPhone is only seven years old. Yes. That's not the best. That's not the best legal argument, <laughs> is it? <laughs> it is. What? What's your proof? Well, no, your proof is that iPhones are only seven <laughs> years old, you silly sausage. That's not proof. <laughs> what makes you think that Sunday is the first day of the week? Because I know it. Right, here there we go. There you go, there's your Ev. I wish you were my lawyer. In fact, I'm glad you're not. <laughs> but, it, did, right, oh, right, let's go back to God, yeah? Yes. Right. On okay. the seventh day, he rested. So you're yes. saying me the seventh day was Saturday. Saturday. It was Sat Saturday. So Saturday is the day of rest. Yes, it you is. You are so bonkers, my love. Okay, listen to me, right? I'm trying which, to. Which day is Good Friday? Which day is um, they said Jesus um, Christ crucified? The what? Which day they say he crucified on the cross? I don't know. Was it for Good Friday? It couldn't have been that good because he was he got crucified. That yes. was bad Friday. That was the long. That was the um. That was Black Friday, and that's when the no, banks no. crashed. I'm so confused, <laughs> Pam. When was Jesus crucified? About 2,000 years ago. And, it, and a Friday. Then the Bible said a Sabbath drew it on, and then he rose the first day of the week. The Bible's wrong. It's a Sunday. Hello. OK, and you're right. Hello. Thank, oh, th th thank you, Pam. Pam? <laughs> yes? 
I'm going to spell. I'm going to. Um, uh, I'm, I'm making an assumption here. I am a new caller. Oh well, <laughs> my, my, well, bless you for. How long have you been listening for? I listen a long time, and sometimes I want to hit you because you, Sorry? you just wind people up all the time. I, I'm glad you've noticed. Hey, Pam. Pam, you know where we are. I'll always let you in. <laughs> <laughs> Don't encourage the listeners to come and hit me. If you love stories about Neil Diamond, wheelchairs, and his hatred for people in wheelchairs, then you're going to love this. I'm in trouble with my mum, Kath. Yeah. Again. I'm, in, I'm in trouble with my mum because Neil Diamond is playing a series of concerts. Every time Neil Diamond has been over in the last 20 years... I've taken my mum to, to go and see Neil Diamond. So you've set a precedent, your set fault. set the precedent of the United States of Rock, Neil Diamond. What, who's, going to, who's going to see Neil Diamond? Not uh, my mum. She's got beef. She's got beef. She said, oh, I, I, see, I, I just... I knew, I've lied to my mum. She, oh, I knew their okay. tickets were going to go on sale. I couldn't be bothered, right? <gasps> and she phoned up. She said, oh, I, I see Neil Diamond tickets have gone on sale two days ago. Maybe you could get me one for Christmas. I was like, oh, I didn't realise. I'll have a look. Now, the thing is, right, my mum's in a wheelchair. Loads of people in wheelchairs love Neil Diamond. Why? I've got no idea. He just seems to speak their language. Um, but there's not many wheelchair seats at the O2 Arena. And they're all at the back, which I think is rude. Anyway, that's by the by. And I know for a fact, having ch- chased this horse before... The Neil Diamond horse. The Neil Diamond wheelchair horse... They'll all be gone. All the disabled seating area will be gone. So, yeah, you're right. Don't even try for your mum. Well, I mean... Uh, for your mum, you know. I'm not, I'm not being funny. It's not my fault she's in a wheelchair. Oh. And if she could walk, I could get her tickets. Oh, right, so it's her fault. Well, I mean... It's, Neil Diamond's fault, but mostly your mum's fault. It's not... I mean, technically, it's not my mum's fault, but I, I certainly hold her responsible. Kind of blame her, yeah. I, do, I blame her for yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, that's, fa- that's fair enough. Well, I, OK, well, what I'll do today is I'll phone up the O2 Arena and say, have you got any wheelchair... We haven't got any. They all they sold out really quickly. Neil Diamond speaks their language. And then my mum's heart will be broken. And it'll be your fault, Catherine. Oh, right, OK. I sat next to you the other day and you went, I'm not going to get her tickets. Sorry? You said you weren't going to bother. Whoa, whoa. I don't think I said anything yeah, of the you sort. Did. And you threw in a sexual swear word. I did, actually. I'm not going to get any tickets. All right, now, now, you, now you put it like that. Yeah, I remember, I remember saying that. Yeah. Oh, I'm in terrible You trouble. see, you're silly because my mum just expects a panto ticket every year. No. Neil Diamond's something else. Well, we're going to go... Oh, that's right pain, isn't it? I, I mean, it's, it's more of a pain for her. She's, she's you know, the one... That's not going to see... That's not going to see, you know. I, I mean, I could technically go myself. I'd be able to get a, a normal seated ticket, so I could go... Why don't you go? Tell her what it's like. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'll do that. Or maybe phone one. her when you're in there. Have you given her any red, red wine? You suggest no. I get my mother drunk? Well, it will take her mind off it. Yeah, you're right. She won't want to see that in real life, will she? Nah, I think I'll go and just draw pictures and show them to her. On the show on Wednesday, I done said this, innit? What idiot thought that this would make a good opening song? Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. no. We're not playing the bland... I hate reggae, but the bland white reggae... That caused this to happen. People are doing what I like to call the hit and, indeed, the run. They're phoning up to have a pop, and then when uh, Kelly tries to phone them back to get them on air... 
They, um, oh, da- oh, David, you decided to answer the phone, did you? Yeah, we... <laughs> you bought because you phoned up to have a pop and then you bottled it. Kelly's phone and you no, bang, no. You, you got a bit scared. No, I got scared. I was at work, so I just got back in advance. You got scared, you just got back in advance? In the van, in the van. Oh, you got back in the van. Okay, you're back in the yeah. van. Okay. Yeah. You know, what, what I'm saying, Lee... It's Ian. You can't say, you, you can't, you can't say um, you, you hate reggae. I can't say it. I hate reggae. No, you can't hate reggae. I can't hate reggae. I hate it. I'm hating reggae now. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't hate reggae. It's, it's not Ian. good to hate reggae. Yeah. I, right, first of all, it's Ian. Secondly, I can't say I hate Ian. reggae. I'm saying it. I hate you reggae. Can't. You cannot hate reggae. I can't <laughs> hate reggae. I hate reggae. <laughs> okay, Mr. Lee. All right, good Ian. Why can't I say I hate reggae? Yeah, but you, you, because there's, there's a lot of West Indians listening to this program. Well, I'm, not saying I hate, I'm not saying I hate West Indians. <laughs> the, the reggae music, that's where it comes from. Yeah, but I'm not saying I hate West India, wherever that is. The West Indies. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't like the reggae music. Oh, I hear you. Yeah. Anyway, good, good program. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Hang on a second, what's this doing here? What's this, sir? Uh... Big shout out to David. For the people and ones. What? Patchy Indian boom shakalaka. Oh, you're having a laugh. Come on, wind it. He said he could have afforded real trumpets. Oh, no. Come on. You're having a laugh, aren't you? Oh. Bye bye. Oh, what was that? What? That's my bottom <laughs> squeaking. I'm going to be funny, hang on. Oh, I can't do it now. I like how he warns us that it's going to be funny. <laughs> and then never is. <laughs> Fax it up. Hang on, sh- Can you... Sh- 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 hang on. What is he? Hang on. Can you... <laughs> hang on a minute. It's, it's squeak. Okay, hang on. so he's just trying to get his chair to squeak. Oh, I've got my boy's supper on my cardigan. Right. Oh, great. Right. Oh, sh- 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 this, is, this, is, this is good. This is good. This is good. Oh, sh- Oh, probably time you got off my lap, Kath. I was going to say, can you put your what? trousers on now? But we both did the joke and Kath, neither Kath, of us were funny. I think yours is better, It's better, actually. baby. You do the rest. Bless you. Bless you. Here's another bit of stuff, apart from me. <laughs> I don't get it. She's a bit of stuff. She's not, though. She is. Look at her. I know, exactly. It's embarrassing. I don't get uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. First of all, I mean, as names go, gosh, really? Your surname's Cumberbatch, so they decided to call you Benedict? How many C's and E's does a man need in his own name? Sherlock poses a double mystery. Sherlock fans must think they are seeing double with these two pictures of Benedict Cumberbatch. But it's elementary. Madame Tussauds unveiled his waxwork in London yesterday and the lifelike figure would fool even Dr Watson. Well, no, it wouldn't, because all waxworks, as we know, are rubbish. And Benedict Cumberbatch looks like a waxwork. That's why this waxwork might seem particularly good, because he looks like a waxwork I like with him. a slightly melted face. I like his funny face. He's always, I, don't, I don't get him. He's always whinging because he's posh. And he thinks it's unfair that he only gets posh parts. Well, you're posh, mate. The wax... Why do people still go to Madame Tussauds? Because it's rubbish, isn't it? Really? I don't know. I've never been. I don't think British people go. I think it's the French. Mm. 
maybe the Italians, mm. that, that tend to go. Because it's always a big queue. On, on the Marleybone Road, when you drive past it, there's always a massive queue of idiots queuing in to go and see plastic things, go and see big, giant candles. Do you know they used to use real the heads of real um, people? People, yeah, to do those. What do you mean to do Madame, those? Madame Tussaud was like a was like a revolutionary, and oh, she used gosh. to take the heads of the fallen aristocrats. Here say fallen, they've been pushed into something sharp and had their heads whacked off. Here we go. Yeah, she's up. This is from Horrible Histories, by the way. Okay, yeah, you'd know if you'd watch it. Yeah, yeah. And she used to dip their heads in wax, oh, and then she used to put fake eyes and teeth. In now them. that I'd go and see a real a real head dipped in wax. People did a real head dipped in hundreds of thousands. Mmm, yummy. Did you ever go and see mm. that bodyworks exhibition? No, that was the German fella who yeah. um, had loads of dead bodies. Yeah, I went to see that. It put me right off Palmer Ham for a good six months. Really? Mm. I like Ripley's. Oh yeah, I know what. I'm going to go and pay twenty odd quid to go and look at a load of old rubbish. Yeah, it's good rubbish. There's like a giant house made out of matchsticks. What do you like to look at, Ian? Myself. I like to look at myself in the mirror and do this with my hair. What else? I also like to look at my monkey's record collection and do this with my hair. And when you're not doing that, what what do you do? This with my hair. Here's how I started the show on Thursday the 23rd of October 2014, live on BBC Three Counties Radio from Studio 1B here in the heart of Luton. And your stories from Seven. Mark Forrest. I'll bring you the best bits from everything that's been happening on BBC Local Radio. Today on BBC Three Counties Radio. Will you, Mark? Are you going to bring this bit? Because this is the best bit that's happening on BBC Local Radio right now, suckers. This is what's happening on BBC Radio Norfolk. You ready? The little light rain or drizzle possible at times. Yeah. Um, you want that? The limited Do you want that? Spells if you want that, on, but the go online. Up to 16 Celsius. If you want it, go, go, and cha- uh, go and chase it. Oh, he's gone. This is what you're getting, suckers. You're stuck with it. Lots coming up on the show this morning, including Kelly Betts. Hello. Catherine Boyle. What's up? Craig Lewis. He's upstairs. And Dirty Pillows. Dodgy Decisions. And hooray, hooray for Bedfordshire Day. It's never going to happen, but we'll discuss it anyway. Who writes this rubbish, Kath? Me. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. What actually sits down and writes it. And you've heard her voice, you know her name, it's Catherine Boyle. Came out of my brain. Yes, didn't it just? Down your trouser leg mm-hmm. and out through your foot. Yeah, which I type with. Some people do, don't they? Yeah. I never got those people that could paint with their feet. I never get people that can paint with their hands or their mouth. I can't paint. And yet some people could do it with various parts of their body that weren't designed for painting. Isn't that brilliant? Yeah. 08459 455 555. What have you ever painted? <laughs> That's a good phone I'm in. I'm a good painter. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Excellent painter. Do my Mick Jagger. Oh, yeah, I'm Mick Jagger. But he paints. I can do Janet Street Porter. I can do all the rock stars. Get, name a rock star that's either David Bowie or Mick Jagger or Bob Dylan. Um, Bob Dylan. Uh, dun, bum, dun, Bob Dylan and I'm doing a painting. Neil Diamond. I, that wasn't oh, on the list. Man, I'm so Sorry. tired. No, come on, guys. Leave Diamond out of this. You know there's, I've got beef with Diamond. He doesn't like disabled people. What's that all about? Uh, David Bowie. I'm David Bowie and I'm doing a painting on the internet using a, uh, a touchscreen computer. Um... So hang on, do Bob Dylan again? Yeah, I'm Bob. I can't do Bob. I can't do them like no, that. That was a crowd boast, wasn't it? So all you can really do is 
a bit of David Bowie who sounds my name like is, Bob My name is Donovan, and I am painting a picture of Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> you clone. Who's the other one I just said I could do? I'm having fun with Mick me. Jagger. Oh, yeah. I'm Mick Jagger. I've got to do the hands. I'm Mick Jagger. I'm painting a picture with my bum. <laughs> I could do all the rock stars, guys. If you want to phone up and uh, have a rock star impression off, 08459 four double five five double five. I'm in that kind of mood today. Seriously, let's just go back to uh, Radio Norfolk. Oh. Fair play, that's good. Now that I've found you, I can lecture. Yes, I can. We did a job swap this week and a coat swap. Here's how it went down. Am I missing out by having no Rufus Wainwright in my record collection? Because people love, people love Rufus Wainwright. He's very yep. prolific. I've heard him interviewed. I think he's a funny guy. Funny guy? Hey, he's a funny guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does all the genres, the pop, the country, the opera, the music, all the genres. But I don't... I, am I missing something, Just? I, I think you've got to try it for yourself. I think you've got to go home. I think you've got to play the music. And if it works for you, it works for you. What you're saying is you've not heard any. Well... <laughs> that's what you're saying, isn't it? Yes, yes. Are you suggesting? Are you suggesting I should dip into Rufus Wainwright's? Why not? OK. Catherine, are you a fan of, of Rufus Wainwright, the RW? I don't know, but I feel like I would like to be. I feel I would like to be. Because there are people I like who like them. I remember ages like ago, a friend of mine said, you've got to listen to this Rufus Wainwright song, you'll love it. And I, I didn't listen to it. I don't click on links. His sister is also a singer, isn't it? Well, his dad's Loudon Wainwright, who used to ruin the Jasper Carrot show in the oh, late really? 70s. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, I've got nothing to do for the next two hours. I might uh, YouTube him and like, see. I'll let you know if it's worth a... Ouch. What? <sighs> what you just said... Would I say something Nothing wrong? to do for the uh, next two hours. Oh. Producing a groundbreaking breakfast show, I thought. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. But I can do that with half an ear. <laughs> oh, he's walking out. Goodness me. Get knotted, Kath. <laughs> get, get knotted. Ta-ra. OK. My plan has worked. My plan has worked, Justin. Orcs, orcs. What we're going to do then, let's have a look in the papers and see... Oh, there's this thing about the purple dog. Have you seen that? No, no, I haven't, actually. They've stolen this dog £16,000 for an admittedly cute dog. They're calling it a lilac bulldog. It doesn't look lilac to me. It looks kind of like a sort of buff brown colour. What do you reckon? Well, do you know what? Every time I've been on the streets on this one, talking to dog owners, I've never come across anybody who's ever had their dog stolen. Not one person. I don't know. There, there, there could be somebody listening right now. It's happened to them. Could be something in that. I don't know. But there's a few other things as well in the papers. Is this uh, one? Have you seen the tattooed woman? No, no. Go on, tell me more. <laughs> Ian's just um, banged on the window and he's wearing my jacket. It's very, very tiny and tight oh. on him. He looks lovely. Bless him. Bless him. Turns out producing is easy, presenting very, very hard. Well, if producing is just wearing my jacket, but of course it's not. No, it's uh, no, it's not. It's watching um, Good Morning, This Is Britain with the subtitles on. Yeah, it is. And talking about um, women's things. Yeah, that is pretty much what we do. That was uh, then. This is now Friday's material. Um, and uh, it can't have been as good as the rest of the week. I don't think the Friday section is going to be very long this week. Morning, Ian. Yo, you are right. Oh. Yeah, it's fine, yeah. You, you, sound, you sound a little bit um, groggy. Do you have a, a, bit, have a big night out on a bender last night? No, no. No? I'm OK. OK, what have you got for a sand? Well, Ian, I, I think that you're a bit loud in the morning. Sorry? You're very loud. You, you're not oh. shouting. Yeah. And it's a bit much in the morning. Oh, OK. What do... Also, also, I think you're very bad to your girls in the studio. I mean, when... when uh, You called them my when girls. You, when your lady was over yesterday, yes. she, she was 
she was really good. Sorry? She was quiet. Catherine, Catherine, my lady, took yeah, over Catherine, yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I'm smooth, that's why. Smooth, Are you? Smooth as silk. You've never told me that before. <laughs> what, well, so what you say... Uh, well, Andy, two things. <laughs> right, yeah. one, one is jog on. The second one is you, <laughs> you, could, you could turn the volume down. Yeah, but even when you turn the volume down, you're still loud. Flipping it. So what you, you must be, you must be one of the loudest broadcasters in the country. But, but I do like you. I like you a lot. Actually, I like so. you a lot. But yeah. so okay. Well, ha- t- tell me what you want done differently, Andy, because you pay my wages and I, we'll, we'll, we'll listen. Go on. What have you got, boss? Just a little bit quieter. Okay. So how about something like this? Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, you, that's very nice. You in like the that? morning. Yeah. Yeah. And do I do I get louder as the morning progresses, or am I allowed? Do yes, I have you to? Do. You do. <laughs> but do I have do I have to stay like this until nine o'clock? Well, not not no. necessarily. No. What at what time can I start to raise the uh, volume level, Andy? When when would that suit you, sir? About eight eight fifty nine. Yeah. Do you, do, you, <laughs> <laughs> do you know Do you know what you can do, Andy? Yeah. You can shove that up your bum. Get lost. <laughs> what a chancer. Good points, well made. So, oh, don't you, <laughs> Justin? Don't encourage those idiots. You, you are a bit full on in the morning. No, yeah, maybe you yeah. could start the program with a good morning, sleepy eyes. No, right. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to say something as creepy as that, for goodness' sakes. Why not? It works. Hey, baby. Right? Why are you all Throw gang- that duvet back? Right. Stick your leg out. Oh, for goodness! Sake. Why are you all You're ganging up on me? Right? I am effectively your boss, Kelly. I noticed what? you're being very quiet. Well done. You're going to get a raise, Catherine. You're not the boss of me. Uh, well, technically I am. No, you're not. Whose show is this? Whose name's above the door, Just? Uh, it's yours. Thank you very much mm. indeed. Yeah, who writes all your scripts? Who, um, um... Who re- decides what you're going to talk about? Who breathes life into those soulless words? <laughs> it's the singer, not the song, that makes okay, the music... Okay, mind mo- if I delete them all? No, 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 Let's keep the scripts there, shall we? But let's just bear in mind... recognise... Let's see how we get on next week when you're bunking off, shall yeah, we? Yeah, let's. Yeah, let's. I think that we all do a really good job. Keep out of this, Betts. Oh, you're not Switzerland you. in this one. Fans of the Buckinghamshire children's author, Enid Blyton, are hoping that news of a film deal could do for her what Harry Potter did for J.K. Rowling. The Magic Faraway Tree series is set to be developed for a live-action film by the Neil Street Productions, owned by director Sam Mendes. However, like many of Blyton's works, the four-book series has been edited over time. Characters Dick and Fanny have fallen by the wayside, replaced by Rick and Franny. So what's wrong with Fanny? Justin Deedy has been asking that very question in Barton Leclay, the home of our big tour this week. Nothing's wrong with the name Fanny. My great-grandmother was called Fanny. It's an old English name. So anybody who's got an issue with Fanny, what would you say to those people? Get over it. There's nothing wrong with the name. Debbie, what's wrong with Fanny? Nothing, but today, you know, there's everything wrong with everything, isn't there? So they always find something wrong with something. Doesn't offend me at all. It's not politically correct. Mm. I think the world's gone mad, personally. I think that we uh, shouldn't be uh, so wrapped up in it all. We should all just get along. And, um, you know, in America they have fanny packs, don't they? Does that mean that they can't... I don't understand it, really, to be honest. Very good point, well made. <laughs> if, if there was a film out, I've got a funny feeling you'd go and watch it, wouldn't you? I would, definitely. Of course you would. Of course you would. It takes you back to a bygone era, doesn't it? Yeah. What's wrong with that? So, a very quick question for you. What's wrong with Fanny? I don't know. It's been a long time since I read it, Edney Blyton. Do you think there's anything wrong with Fanny? No, not really. And anybody who says that name hasn't got a place in our society nowadays, what would you say to those people? Well, I don't know. I'm going to cash point. Thank you, sir. Liz, good morning. Here we are in Barton, the home of our big tour. Again, you were, like many people here, uh, a massive Enid Blyton fan. Come on, what's wrong with Fanny? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with Fanny. <laughs> Does it amaze you that that name has been changed already and if a film comes out, it could be changed again? 
It shouldn't be changed. There's nothing wrong with the name at all. Fanny's Fanny, Fanny at the end of the Fanny. day. Yes, it is. About 15 years ago, I had to have the top of my head cut off. Flipping it! I didn't know that bit! Ooh. When you say the top cut off... Well, if you can imagine the top of the head is like an egg. Yeah. They remove <laughs> a, a quarter of the egg above the eye to go into the brain to fix an aneurysm. Right, hang on a second, there's so much in this. When you say they did it like an egg, they didn't bash the top bit, did they, and then cut it off with a knife? They do actually have to, cut, have to bash it about to oh. get it off, apparently. And how high... Enjoy your breakfast, guys. <laughs> how high above the... I mean, is it just above the eyebrow they cut? Well, they, if you can imagine a, 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 a large piece from the front, it was the left-hand side on my head. Yeah. They have to pay that out. Now, once they fixed it, they put it back on. But the problem I had was uh, with the pressure that goes in the spinal cord and the head, yeah. my brain started leaking through my nose. What was, hang on a minute, what was leaking through your nose? Brain fluid. Oh, my... But when they put the piece of skull back on, yeah. it's obviously it's not a perfect fit. No, it's not a perfect they lost, they lost a bit. What does brain juice taste like? It's, it's just very watery, and I've tasted loads of it because it was literally, I had to lay down there. And as soon as I lifted my head, the brain juice would flow out of my nose. Oh. I'll tell you another quick one. I had to have another operation after that. We've got 20 uh, seconds. Go on. A guy was pushing me in the bed to the operating theatre, and he had his headphones on and everything. Well, really interested in me. He crushed the bed, and the brain fluid bag burst open. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks very much for downloading my podcast. You can get it from the BBC Three Counties website. You can also get it by going to... They already know. They've already done it. It might be New people might be listening in someone's car going, well, this is really great, but I don't want to say I want to get the podcast because I don't want to look uncool because I remember that guy from the telly 15 years ago. Well, you're not uncool. You're very, actually, very, very cool. You're hip to the scene. And if you are travelling in someone's car and you're earwigging on their uh, iPod um, uh, podcast, you can get it by going to the BBC Three Counties website. You can also go to iTunes, type in Ian Lee BBC. If you don't type in BBC, you get all the other rubbish stuff I did. Uh, and then if you leave a nice comment, then um, Catherine will pop round to your house and give you a, a kiss on uh, both cheeks. <laughs> and then on the face. <laughs> I'm talking buttocks. It's true, though. I you know what you're talking that. about. If you I'm grateful, s- but, you know. If you want to say- Oh, by the way, this is a new thing we can do, right? Is If you're listening on the podcast, you never listen live, you can still call in to the show... Between six and nine, Mondays to Fridays. Yeah, ring us up. Ring us up. Well, you, honestly, we're not foreseen. We'll talk about anything. i tell you what we'll do. In the next... This is going to be so successful. In the next podcast, we're going to have a section of podcast callers who... Um, I've got to be quick because the phone's going. Section of podcast callers who've called during the show. Oh, eight four five nine four double five five double five. Bye. Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks on FM, AM, digital radio and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. 